What's up, everybody? It's your boy Tyree back with, you know, I don't even want to say another episode of the podcast because it has been so long <laughs> since I have given any attention to this podcast. You know, believe it or not, I have had a lot going on within my life. You know, a lot of you know, or a lot of you should know, I quit my job working with Bath and Body Works. You know, the Bath and Body Works brother, the Candle King, all of that came to an end at one point because I was just like, I can't do it no more. I'm sick of wasting my life seconds staring at my phone on TikTok, trying to keep up with numbers and analytics and sponsorships and deals and posting and uh, having people send me products to do reviews. All of that is cool for people who have the time and the energy to do it. But for somebody who's not used to that, it can get very draining very quickly. And I'll say that I did it for about maybe a year and a half, almost two years. And that's a very, (laughs) that's a very long time. But I did it and I can say I did it. And now it was time for me to move on. And then the people that I was working with, you know, Y'all know, I've told the stories up here before. I don't have to go in depth about that because that's not what this episode is for. This episode is for me to just pretty much put everything out there. You know, I have so many things kicked up in my little, in my big ass brain here. And sometimes it can get jumbled up. So I'm going to use this microphone as a venting session because it can, it's a lot. I've told people that, you know, I was working with AT&T because I was working with AT&T, but a lot of people, well, nobody knows until now as you're listening, that I quit my job working with AT&T. So I've been going through a lot of mental, I don't want to say mental problems, I don't want to say mental issues, but I've been doing a lot of rediscovery. Because it takes a lot to step out of something you're used to into something new. And then to find out that what you explored does not fulfill, does not fulfill you in the way that you thought it was going to. All of that was going through my mind at one point. And so I'm going to take you on that journey right now. So I quit Bath and Body Works because I had, you know, I saw the application for AT&T work from home. As you guys know, I take care of my grandmother. So that work from home part, you know, it's very essential for me. So I went through the interview, did everything, got the job. It was full time. And I knew that this was going to be my last semester at um, Prince George's Community College. Um, so doing all of that, I was like, okay, you know what? I'll be able to take these classes. I'll be able to work and I'll be able to take care of my grandmother at the same time. While I was signing up for that, it didn't seem like much. It didn't seem like it was going to be, you know, a big problem until everything started to come together when it did. So I got my equipment, set everything up. And the training was cool. Now, when I tell you the hours, you're probably going to be like, oh, hell no, I couldn't do that, Tyree. I'm surprised you signed on for that. But it really wasn't that bad. So my training hours was from Monday through Friday from 1030 to 730 in the the morning to 730 at night. That was cool. You sit. We're sitting in front of our computer. We're learning all of the, you know, the kinks and the systems. Keep in mind, we had about eight to ten systems to learn, and eight to ten systems that we will 
probably have to, you know, use all at the same time in a given call. So that wasn't the issue. That was four weeks of training. Then it's two additional weeks of training where instead of it being classroom based, I mean, even though it was all virtual, it was still classroom based. So instead of it being classroom based, it went to us taking calls. Now, it started out with us taking calls for about an hour and then going back to learning or about two hours and then going back to learning. I'll never forget the day I had to take calls all day long, all day long from 1030 to 730 at night. That had to be one of the most daunting things I had ever done in my entire life. I will take the SAT three times on three different days in one week before I sit on the phone with AT&T customers all day long to help them and listen to them complain and curse at me for something that I have absolutely no control of and God forbid I don't have the answer. And then when you go to people to help you, they either they some of them help you other times they don't help you. Then you get frustrated because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And then they get frustrated because they feel like you're supposed to know what the fuck you're doing. And now the customer is frustrated because nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. And to be the person on the call and have to sit and mediate this person and calm them down. By the end of the damn phone call, I'm like, yes, you need to leave AT&T and I would leave AT&T too. Like these people be having thousand dollar bill. Let me tell you something. I will never, ever, ever work for another phone company, another tech company. I will never work in sales ever again. Then this is the thing. Yes, it was a it was a sales and service position. We all knew that when we signed up for it. However, when we were in training, everything was service based. We learned everything about how to service the customer we learned what was important when it came to our commission we learned about surveys everything was pretty much how to service the customer as soon as we start taking calls and exit the classroom phase into nesting nesting is kind of like you know us being on the phone all day is when and then once you get team when you get paired with your team manager everything is sales driven they have these little stupid ass virtual <laughs> i still talk to my um uh, the people who was in my training group but they'll agree with me we they had we have to sit through these stupid ass town hall meetings where they don't talk about nothing of they answer none of the questions that we had and then it was all about this person made this sale this person made that sale this person was able to add these amount of lines within this amount of months and it was it just all became ooh, you know sales 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 add a line add a line now if we was able to get commission on adding international day passes because niggas was taking trips i said okay i said i could add a motherfucking international day pass to somebody's account in my sleep with my eyes closed i could do that shit in a coma but that of course means absolutely nothing to them unless you can get you even an upgrade even if somebody called in to say hey i want to upgrade that that doesn't even <laughs> that doesn't even go towards anything for you and god forbid you're able to get somebody to add a line to their account and then 
they'd be like, you know, two days later, oops, I didn't want to, I no longer want this phone, and they take the shit back. Then, even when you get the commission, they take the commission back because they took their phone back or removed the line that you put on their account. So I was like, it's, it just was, it was the little things. Then I was no longer able to do my readings. Y'all know how I like to do my readings every morning. I, it took time away for me to spend with my grandmother. It, it just, but it was a lot. And then one day I had like a, a longer break. So I went into my grandmother's room, turned on a movie and you know, she has dementia. So anytime I could hear her laugh, I am ecstatic. I love her laugh. So getting all of that because I had this longer break, it was, it was heaven to me. And then it really showcased how much I was missing. What I thrived off of that I no longer was receiving. And I had to make the ultimate decision that Tyree, your peace of mind is way more important than the paycheck that you're receiving. Granted, the paycheck was nice and it still would have been nice. Oh, before I even get there, let me tell you what my schedule was going to switch to. So at first it was Monday through Friday, 1030 to 730. But then the shit would have changed to Tuesday through Saturday from 1 to 945. So while all my family is off work, getting off work at six o'clock, coming over here, if they choose to, to spend time with my grandmother, spend time with us, have casual conversation, Tyree with his stupid ass would have still been on the phone taking calls with AT&T customers at eight o'clock at the motherfucking night. Who was doing that? I'm not doing that. No, I'm not finna sit here like it's a beautiful day here at AT&T. This is Tyree speaking. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? I'm not finna do that. Granted, I had, you know, good rapport. I had good reports from my team manager, but no. So I reached out to people and my first instinct, it wasn't to quit because I liked the paycheck. And with the paycheck that I had, I was able to put some money to the side. I was able to get the tattoos that I wanted. I was able to get my big, big purchase, which was my 12.9 iPad Pro. I wanted that for a very long time. I got that and I also got some other things as well. So my first instinct wasn't to just quit. I had asked people, including HR, is there a way that I can do this part time or is there another department that I can switch to? The first lady, she said she was going to send me some resources, but damn if she did because she didn't. I don't want to say fuck her because she has a I'm sure she had a pretty busy schedule. I'm just say she forgot about me and we're going to move on. And this has nothing to do with it, so I'm not going to say that. But I reached out to the other lady who was in HR. I'm not going to say her race, even though we probably know what it was. But she was more relatable, more understanding to my situation. And instead of trying to, you know, beg me to stay, she empathized with me. And that was what I needed. I needed the, I needed the confirmation to feel like I was making the best decision for myself. So... She said, well, Tyree, do you want some time to think about it? I said, no, ma'am. I said, let me tell you what's going to happen. I said, if I get on the phone tomorrow, this conversation we're having about me leaving is going to be in the back of my head and making sale goals is going to be in the front of my head. And what I'm not going to do is give it my all because I already know I'm already out the door. So if I stay and go tomorrow, my team is going to be affected. My team manager is going to be affected. And I don't want anybody else, um, anybody else's success to be compromised by my lack of 
my lack of will because I'll be damned because I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So she was like, oh, okay, Tyree, I completely understand. So she sent me everything. The very next day, all my shit was packed up in the box. Now, keep in mind, I was going to be moving in July. I'll be moving, you know, residences in July. So I had kept all the boxes that I needed <laughs> to... I kept all the boxes that the equipment came in because when it was time for me to move, I didn't just want to put all that, sh you know, put it in a regular box. So... I put it in I put it in the same way that I received it and they sent me the label and they have it back and hopefully I don't receive anything else from AT&T. So I quit the job. And everybody was, well, not everybody because nobody knew, but my mom and, you know, people in my family, they were like, okay, well, Tyree, what's next? What, you know, what do you want to do? And I told them, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to look for remote some more remote positions. Did I do that? No. And I came to this reality. I came to this reality that after i graduated from community college and community college is a beautiful place to be for the people who know how to use it and i'm just going to say that because a lot of people shit on community college but it's okay i am a proud advocate which is why i spent money on the motherfucking hoodie so i can wear it in public because people shit on community college but one thing you can't say is that bitch you have is that you don't have college debt because i don't because i don't i don't gotta worry about no loan i don't gotta worry about no loan but don't shit on community college when you got a motherfucking loan that's all i that's all i that's all i got to say about that that's all i got to say about that and if you feel attacked well it ain't shit you can do about it you could turn it you could turn it off you could turn it off you can pause it but it's already going to tell me that you listen to it so that's all i got to say on that but I had came to the conclusion that after community college, I was going to give my all to school. Why was I not giving my all to school? Because I got bored within my major. I switched my major a total of two times. So I did three majors while I was at um, PG. I did accounting. Why did I do accounting? Because I was in the business and finance program in high school. I felt like that's what I wanted to do. I went to an accounting firm. I fell in love with how it looked. I fell in love with the aesthetic, people in suits, people in office, handling their business. I said, this was what I need to do. God said, well, Tyree, I'm going to let you think that right now. <laughs> and then we'll see what you say in about two more months. So I got to that two, three, four month, you know, that mark actually no it was about two semesters so i did a whole year in accounting and then i was like you know what i don't want to do this anymore i'm going to switch to business administration i was doing business administration and then it got time for me to take statistics now i had to take statistics around the time that i started working with at&t so i stopped so i was like you know what i'm not going to worry about it so i dropped statistics and then but I still wanted to graduate because this was going to be my last semester. So I dropped statistics and switched to general studies. And I said, okay, I don't want my degree in general studies. I really won't be able to use it. However, 
at the University of Baltimore, which is the university that I'm switching to, they have a scholarship where if you achieve your associate's degree at an in-state community college, they will pay for you to finish for your bachelor's in, you know, the majors that they offer that are, you know, completely online. I said, okay, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. So whatever I got to do to get out on time, that's what that was what my goal was. I didn't care. I had a scholarship at PG that paid for everything. And now you're telling me when I transfer to my four year, I can have another scholarship that'll pay for everything. Sign me up. The only thing I need to do is get out with the degree. So at the time, I didn't care what the major was going to be. Now, looking back of course the things that i have honed in on myself and understood about myself that was important and the things that you know will fill my spirit because my spirit has to be fed within whatever i do you know i cuss like a sailor but i will speak life into myself and the people around me with the word of god but anyway moving forward because that's not what you're here for even though i shall testify on any platform i have but um if i knew what i know now my major at PG would have been completely different. So I have learned, and people will say, oh no, Tyree, you're making the you're making the wrong decision. And if that's what you're saying, fuck you. And I'm not gonna say that because my mother's probably gonna listen to this podcast. Now she knows I curse on my podcast, but I'm not gonna get too vulgar because my mother listens to this. But you can fill in the rest with whatever you want to fill it in with. But I have learned that education is a very big deal to me my grandmother was an educator for over i want to say for over 25 years maybe 30 plus years my grandmother has been an educator working with um early childhood working with adult students um but universally working with children who had universally working with people who had special needs my mom she worked in she worked in education she's been an educator for almost 15 years um, my aunt, she worked in the school system. My cousin currently works within the school system. It's just something in the blood. It's something in the blood. And me, I have worked with youth. I am a proud advocate of students and people going with the path that best suits them and not following the path that others have prepared for them. I am a firm advocate of if college is not for you, let's figure out what is. I'm a firm advocate of community college if you're not ready to go to a four year. I am a firm advocate of you not having to pay for school if you don't have to, if you're going to walk away with the same degree. I am a firm advocate of people um, pursuing an education and things that they are passionate in and not things that they're that they will you know will have to be in just because it's going to provide a, a lucrative pay or something that's going to pay the bills that's not that's that's not it for me so I'm a firm advocate of people choosing the best decisions for themselves and reaping the benefits because of it so I worked with peer for for a I was a Peer Forward um, student. I went back to be an alumni. I spoke into people the same way that the processors had spoken to me. So it, it, education is a very big deal to me. Mentorship is a very big deal for me. So when I 
sat down and I really accepted that that was what I needed to thrive. That was my mission. That is what the Lord put me on this planet to do, to inspire, to educate, and to speak life into the people who are around me. It was at that moment where I said, the business world, getting a degree in business is not for me. I can get a degree in business administration and go into a sales position or go and work in somebody's office and not be fulfilled. That's not what I wanted. I learned that I wanted to spend my life doing what fed into my spirit, what poured into me. So I said, you know what? I want to go into education. I want to work with the youth. Now, my mom works for Kip. I have gone to work with my mother for years. I could tell y'all stories. When I was in middle school, she used to take me to school, but my school started after her. So God made it a way to allow her supervisors to allow me to go to work with her for about an hour or two, for her to be able to leave work to take me to school, for her to drive back to work in time to do whatever she needed to do and still, you know, fulfill the duties of being the amazing educator that she was and continues to be. So I, I built these connections with people who were in this line of, you know, who were in this line of education. I've made connections with teachers, assistant teachers, with principals, with assistant principals, with people who worked in school support, people who I've, you know, built long lasting connections and relationships with. I've built rapport with these people to the point where my plan it's to use these connections at one point as a gateway or as a door into you know what i want to do it's all about building connections it's all about networking and i didn't know that i was doing that at such a young age i've conducted business with many of these professionals within the with you know within this system so it it has pretty much been lining itself up since the beginning of time for me. And I just didn't know that that's what it was that I was going to walk into. It just so happened that God destined me to do that. So when I came to that realization, of course, it was too late for me to be like, oh, you know what? I'm still at PG. Let me get my let me switch again to, you know, early edu- to early childhood education or education major because my scholarship that i had it only lasted for one more year so i would have had to really take additional classes in the summer take additional classes in the fall take additional classes in the winter take additional classes in the spring just to get out on time but i i I don't even think i would have been able to do that because i would have already exceeded the amount of credits that the scholarship you know covered so i was just like forget it the University of Baltimore, they're more of like a technical and they're more of like a technical school and more of like a business school. So they didn't have any educational majors. And then they only offered uh, three majors that were fully online. And you know, Tyree not gonna step on nobody's campus. Why is Tyree not gonna step on nobody's campus? Because I don't wanna share nobody's dorm. I'm not paying to sleep in a dormitory with rats and roaches. Now y'all can do it. I don't have nothing against the people who can but I am completely comfortable within the life that I'm living right now. I'm at home. 
and I have peace at home. And unfortunately, everybody can't say that they have peace at home. But I can tell you this. I can tell you one motherfucking thing. I don't give a damn what goes on outside my bedroom door. But when I'm inside my bedroom, I will do whatever is necessary to make sure that I am in a good mood. And nobody is going to compromise the space that I have. Nobody's going to compromise the space that I have decorated, that I have bought furniture for. Nobody's going to do that because I don't give people that authority. You don't have the audacity to come into my space and fuck up with the fuck I got going on. But that's neither here nor there. So they only offered three majors and it was business administration, general business, business administration with a concentration in accounting and policy politics and international affairs so i was like you know what let me look at this major so i started looking at things and i started looking at the classes that i would take and i'm like ooh, i'm like you know what i like this but the main thing that i discovered that i needed i needed a challenge i couldn't go to school anymore and take classes that weren't going to challenge me. I got bored in business because I had been doing it for so long that there was nothing under the sun about business that anybody else could teach me. I'm sorry. Yes, people get their masters in business administration. Maybe they need it, you know, for advancement advancement within their career. But I'm just being honest with you and telling you that there was no other piece of shit that you could teach me about business. I could go out here, I could manage a store if I wanted to manage a store. I could manage an office if I wanted to manage an office. It's something some people are just natural born leaders and I'm not being um arrogant here, but I am definitely one of those natural born leaders. It has been um it has been showcasing all of that in all that I have done. From grade school to high school to college to being a mentor to speaking to speaking up and advocating for different things. Like it's proven. This is it's just what I do. So that didn't benefit me. And I'm not gonna go to college and waste my time on something that I'm like I, I told my mother all the way up until this point in college, I've learned absolutely nothing. I have learned absolutely nothing. Even within my accounting classes, I learned the same shit that I learned in high school. I just don't have a degree to prove that I know, you know, the basic accounting, um, accounting procedures, but I know what the fuck to do. I know about accounts receivables and all that stuff. You know, I studied it. I did it. So there was business administration. It didn't do anything for me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do policy, politics, and international affairs, and I'm going to work i'm going to start my work experience in education and along the way work my way up to switch over from the classroom into corporate which would be educational policy or school support so that is something that i am you know really focusing in on something that i want to do but i'm going to start my journey off working with kip that full circle moment being able to use the same um, the same relationships that I have maintained since I've been in middle school to now with these professionals who have built relationships with me, who have known that I am interested in breaking into, you know, breaking into being an educator and stuff like that. So it's a full circle moment. And that's how I knew that I was making the right decision for myself. You know, it just all ended. It all began to make sense.
now. <laughs> I say that just to find out that all the majority of the classes that I wanted to take weren't available for me to take. So then I was pissed and I was mad and I did the quick decision is before thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do business administration. That's not what the fuck I want to do, but I'm going to do the shit anyway. And then I was miserable. Then I was mad. And I said, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I want to do business. I want to do, um, <laughs> I want to do policy and, and send them another email to switch it back. So yes, there's a lot of back and forth within my journey. I know that and it's a lot of back and forth within your journey the problem is you just don't want to admit it now I'm saying all of this to say I have gone through ups and downs since the past time I mean since the last time I've recorded a podcast for you to be listening to it right now but the moral of everything I'm saying is don't be afraid to change your mind don't be afraid to acknowledge when shit just not working out. I am blessed enough to not feel forced to do anything. I don't feel forced to work. I don't feel forced to make money. I don't feel forced to be in a workplace and be miserable. I don't feel forced to stay in a specific major. I don't feel forced to go to school and, you know, have to do what's ideal and what's typical and you know do what everybody do what everybody else wants to do or the cliche thing i don't have to do that and it takes a lot for you to stand on your own and say you know what fuck you <laughs> fuck what you trying to get me to do and i'm gonna do i'm gonna do what i have my heart set on it takes a lot to be able to do it especially if you have a parent especially if you have a friend or siblings who's trying to push you into the direction that they want you to go now if it's not for you it's not for you but what's what you're not going to do what nobody's going to do with Tyree is you know trying to make me feel like I have an obligation to do something or force my hand to feel like I you know need to go this way instead of that way some people prefer to go into the arts but aren't comfortable enough to go into the arts because they have nobody speaking into what they want to do now at that point i feel like you know at some point people are going to have to learn to stand on their own and that's not an easy thing it's never an easy thing but it's something that you're going to have to learn how to do as long as you are on this earth and as long as you are making your own decisions at some point it may hit when you're 25 it may hit when you're 30 and uh hopefully it don't hit when you're 40 but at some point i want everybody to learn that you're going to have to stand on your own and be confident enough to back up the decisions and the choices that you make even if everybody in your circle is against what you want to do